can operate the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. We've got a great show today. We have Reverend Dr. Stephanie Redfeather back with us, and we're going to be talking about her latest deck of cards. They're called Empath Act activation cards, discovering your cosmic purpose. I was doing that from memory because I forgot to put the book up here. It's all I could look at it. But, you know, folks, this isn't just like another deck of cards, okay? This deck of cards really speaks to um, you very deeply. And we're going to share, you know, a few cards that I drew. And then we're going to talk to Stephanie about how all of this can help us come back to our center because we're so off-centered right now. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you get rid of the BS that you, that, that's that been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system for those of you who don't know. Um, a few, um, a bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients say that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can hope. To find out more about me and the services that I offer, go to my website, nesmoniquechapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. And folks, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. My guest today, Dr. Stephanie, Reverend Dr. Stephanie Redfeather, is a divine feminine change agent and champion of empaths, an award-winning author of the international bestseller, The evolutionary empath and empath activation cards. Her passion is to help fellow sensitive souls break out of energetic jail and become co-creators of new earth consciousness. A prolific creator of spiritual tools, Stephanie holds a bachelor's degree in mathematics and a master's and doctorate in shamanic studies. She is a contributing author to the number one bestsellers, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change, and The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, Volume 2. And you can check her out at her website, and that is bluestartemple.org. And Stephanie has been on the show today uh, before, so please go back and listen to her first interview. I know you're going to love it, and I will actually this interview will actually dovetail from that one. Welcome back, Stephanie. Thanks, Monique. Happy to be here. Hey, it's so great. Um, to have you. Uh, beautiful deck. While we were talking um, before we came on air, I pulled card and the card was card number 13, looking 13. And it was light, 
body expansion. What is light body expansion all about? (laughs) Well, we are more than just a physical being. And so there's, there's a lot of different ways, depending on what uh, tradition you study, you know, the etheric body, the spiritual body, the energetic body, the light body, all, all of these different explanations to describe the part of us that exists that's not in the 3D. And we are on the path of expanding consciousness. Time is speeding up. We are collectively raising in frequency. And so light body expansion, the card is really about recognizing. I mean, honestly, the whole deck is about recognizing that we're all ascending, whether you want to or not. So it's kind of a matter of do you want to engage consciously or do you want to be drug kicking and screaming? (laughs) So light body expansion is a way to, to connect with all of the forces of nature, all of the positive electromagnetic frequencies, all of the the things that are that are activating us, causing our light bodies to turn on, to uh-huh. um, to to activate, to enliven, and um, light body expansion is is a card that you know, if you pull that card, it's like, okay, this is, this is happening for you and pay attention to it and do what you can again to work with it consciously, because, you know, the, the, the term ascension symptoms have been around for several decades now, but they're Uh relevant, right? All of these weird experiences that we have and strange, you know, sensations and being exhausted or, you know, having, vivid dreams or feeling like we're living in another dimension and and dozens and dozens and dozens of other, um, you know, experiences that are part of Ascension symptoms. So it is, it is happening. (laughs) We, We are in the process of ascending. Well, it's interesting because when we look at the process of ascending and we look out at the world right now, you know, thanks to the, um, president before this one, um, there was a lot of interesting energy sent out, I would say, denser, lower vibrational energy. And so many people have clung on to that. And I guess maybe it's because that's all we know, or that's all they know. So how do we get from that dense energy that so many people are seeing right now to um, embodying and developing our own light body, because it seems to be counterproductive from what we see out there in the world? Yeah. Um, And if I may, I'd like to really speak to what you just said, because that's an important piece to to investigate what's happening at the subtle level. And so I'd like to use the example of uh, if you track the weather, the Uh temperature moving from winter into spring, right? Every Uh day is not warmer than the day before, (laughs) you know, especially here in the Midwest where we definitely have the four seasons. You might have one day where it's 55 and the next day you're at 29 and then you're at 42 and then you're at 38, Uh you know, but, but if you graph it, the trend is still upward moving, right? Uh Summer, the temperature is rising. And so if you think of that example and apply that now to human expansion of consciousness. It's not this 
linear, every day is better than the next, every day you're vibrating higher than the day before, it is this up and down and up and down, but instead of days, it could be years, it could be decades, huh. right? But the trend uh-huh. is that we are still moving upwards. And so it's, I, I love sharing that example to give people the context of, you know, it, it sure is bleep doesn't look like we're ascending <laughs> if you look out there in the world. <laughs> But, but what also happens is the, the the brighter the light, the higher the frequency, the more uh-huh. dissonance there is between uh-huh. the and the shadow, right? Between the higher uh-huh. frequencies and the denser frequencies. And so it is a natural byproduct that those denser frequencies, that the shadow is going to get vibrated up to the level of consciousness to be revealed and healed and transmuted. And so when I look at things right now, you know, it's still, there are times when the the fear and the worry still takes over my experience, Uh but Uh in the bigger context, this is evidence of the fact that we are actually raising in consciousness. You know, you bring up an interesting point. Um, I do um, spirit release work. And in the last six months, the request for that type of healing modality has grown exponentially. And what I have found is that most people contacting me for spirit release don't have some demonic entity with them. They're truly waking up and their new frequencies and new voices and new information, and it still scares them. Even though it's positive, I'll ask them, well, how did you feel when you got that information? Oh, I felt good at first, but now I'm freaked out because this can't possibly happen. So I think that is kind of what you're sharing with us that in order for us to ascend to grow we might be a little bit uncomfortable but then we as we grow step into that comfort level am i understanding that correctly yeah and you know so there's there's this you know you've heard of the as above so below mysteries right the as within Mm -hmm. so without as the one so the circle right there's there's this mirroring effect and so what's happening collectively is also happening individually And so while it may seem like, oh, I just want to, you know, like sunbathe in the light, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that ascension process, if we are conscious, also requires that we have to look at our dark, we have to look at our Mm -hmm. shadow, like you say, the BS, right? Mm -hmm. All the systems that are no longer in resonance with where we're headed, they're going to get magnified. They're going to get your attention. And eventually, if you don't deal with them, they're going to create a healing crisis. They're going to, they're going to lay you out. Uh You look at them because it's, you know, we can't take these denser thought forms, if you will, these denser Uh aspects with us, but it doesn't mean we go into spiritual bypass. We still have to do our work, if you will. Okay, so if we don't pay attention to ourselves and grapple with our belief systems, our belief systems might turn into bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, as long long as we're on the same page. Um, Before um, the show, you know, we started recording the show, I sat down and you know, just relaxed and, you know, let go of all energies. And I picked three cards randomly from the deck. The first one I got was number 22, which is unconformity. 
The second one that I picked was number one, Abundant Universe. And the third one that I picked was 19, Shine in Place. And those three spoke to me very vibrantly. But I picked them with the intent on sharing information with the audience. So can you tell us what that means for the world at large, basically? Yeah. As they're listening to us? Yes, yes. And so the um, the unconformity, uh, I've done quite a few interviews uh, with the, the deck that, that came out mm-hmm. in November. And there's a couple of cards that seem to keep showing up a lot because I've been asked to do readings for viewers or just pull. Mm-hmm. You know. And so one of them is the unconformity card. Um, and so I actually want to read just a just a bit from this. Um, sure. Take your time. Yeah, it says, beloved soul, your life is taking a quantum leap forward. This type of sudden advance can feel disorienting and leave one mystified and reeling. We assure you this period of uncertainty and quickening will pass and you will adapt. Your spiritual team is guiding and supporting you every step of the way. Relax into the spinning and know that you are absolutely equipped to handle this dimensional jump into hyperspace. And so I also, um, when I got my bachelor's degree in math, I was also getting Uh a a minor in geology and geophysics. And so I pull a term from there. In geology, there's a concept called an unconformity, which is the name of the card. Uh And an unconformity represents a gap in the geological record where two layers of adjoining rock are vastly different in age because the lower surface eroded before the upper surface was deposited. So millions of years of geologic evolution can be missing in an unconformity. Mm -hmm. And so what you see in the rock is evidence of a massive break in the time record. The oracle of unconformity comes to you now to advise you that this is essentially what is occurring for you, a massive shift in your time record. And so there's there's more to it. These the card messages are are pretty deep, and um, uh-huh. I hate to say lengthy, but they're they're you know they're not as short as some of the the one page ones that you see. Um, and so it really speaks to the fact that time is speeding up for all of us. We are uh-huh. multidimensional beings, and we are awakening to the fact that we exist in in multiple dimensions simultaneously and that you know while there might be our experience we're having on the 3d level there's also the experience that we're having right there's the 5d there's there's the future self there's the past self right when you step outside of linear time all of these things are happening simultaneously and it can be very disorienting and so there's this you know, as we awaken and start to see that we can travel through time and space and that there's multiple aspects of ourselves, it can be like, I, I'm schizophrenic, which part of me is right? Which one? Is, ah! And so it's just, you know, this card speaks to the fact that this is quote, normal, it's okay, uh-huh. not crazy, relax into the spinning, like it says, and know that this is part of the experience of waking up. Okay. Wow, that's a lot to um, look at. And folks, when you look at the card, everything that she explained is, um, you can see it right in this card. Uh, Stephanie, would it be okay with you if I took pictures of these three cards and posted them on the site so that people can see them? Okay, great. Now, what about the abundant universe? 
Yes, the abundant universe. This is card number one. Um, and this really speaks to letting go of the construct that so many of us were raised in that that there is only so much to go around uh -huh. right that, that we're we were all most of us raised in this belief system of lack <clears throat> and limitation uh -huh. and so it, you know abundant universe is a reminder that comparison doubt unhealthy competition, those things perpetuate this belief that, hey, there's only so much, so I got to be first, right? Precious competition. If I win, it means somebody has to lose. And, you know, that's that's too bad if they don't have the strength to, to fight for oh. what they want. And sort of all these old, heavy, patriarchal, in-your-face, you know, smash-mouth kind of <laughs> ways <laughs> of living your life. Uh -huh. uh, so abundant universe is really asking you to take in the truth that, you know, comparison is a seductive and lethal addiction because it pollutes clarity and poisons the spirit and that success is meant to be mm. measured by the joy in your heart and to know that there is enough of everything to go around, that you don't have to fight for the scraps, that uh -huh. if you want what you want, it doesn't mean you're taking it away from somebody else. So it's it's this next higher, it's, it's, it's inviting you into this next higher expression of what abundance really means and that it's not that we're living in this world of limitation where there's only so much and you have to fight for what you want and and promote you know it promotes a culture of stealing and lying and cheating and you know just being deceptive instead of realizing i can get mine and you can get yours and they can get theirs and we can all be supported um, by the abundance that is available to us mm. Um, absolutely love that. And the card, folks, she has a spiral. Um, and tell us about the center of that spiral. I found it very fascinating. Yeah. Um, um, it's, you know, I. By I, the way, folks, before she answers that, she is the artist for all of this. Okay. She's a hell of an artist. <laughs> okay. um, you know, you look at these cards and you're mesmerized. Okay. And, um, it's just, I mean, I got chills when I just said that. Um, the cards will speak to you, but go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you oh, off. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. Well, I love studying science. And, mm -hmm. you know, there is a, the microcosm and the macrocosm reflect one another, you know? So in a way, if you fuzz your eyes and look at this card, it's like, am I looking at an atom or am I looking at a galaxy? And the answer, the answer is yes. <laughs> yep. So, so it is, it is meant to be this reflection of, um, you know, that, that, the as within, so without the, as the one, so the many, those things, again, that, that there's this, um, abundance at every level of creation. Mm. Well, the card definitely says that. And then the third card, number 19, shine in place. I mean, when I got that, when I picked that card, because I was thinking about a few things about business, and I'm like, okay, I give, I'll do it. And <laughs> <laughs> there's certain things that I just kind of just 
for whatever reason, just didn't do. Okay. I'll, I'll call it laziness because I can't think of any other reason why not. So tell us about shining in place. Yes. Um, you know, so I, I want to preface it by saying that, you know, for me personally, it, because I feel my soul purpose so strongly, it is easy for me to get very serious and heavy about it and harder for me mm-hmm. to be light and joyful and remember that even the small things matter. And uh-huh. so shine in place is kind of a reflection of that where, you know, every single one of us on this planet matters because we are all our own unique individuation of the creator made manifest in human form. And so to, to make a difference, if you will, because let, let me just back up and say my, uh-huh. the, the main principle, if you will, that I, that I shared in my book, The Evolutionary Empath, that the, that the whole book is organized around is that I believe empaths are here to help humanity ascend to the next level of consciousness. We are the new uh-huh. human we are here on purpose with a with a divine mission but that doesn't mean that you have to go start a movement or you know become a you know a political advocate or or you know be a big public figure you can shine in place right just be you where you are. And that's enough. You know, you don't need to twist yourself and contort yourself into something unnatural and inauthentic because, well, I I have this big mission. And so I have to do all these big things that being true to yourself, being in alignment with your authenticity, shining your light where you are is enough right? It, it, it's the, the, the degrees in a way don't matter. It's like you can, you can be a model and example for your family, for your community, uh-huh. for your church, just by being who you are. So that's really what the message of shine in place is about. Okay. Well, they're great messages, but you know, you have created an Oracle deck. What is the difference between an Oracle deck and a Tarot deck, if there's any, and how should we use your Oracle deck to go deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So tarot, you know, to me, a tarot deck is a type of Oracle deck. So Oracle to me is a broader category that just means it's a divinatory tool, a way to divine, if you will, to connect with the unseen realms, your guides, your helpers, your, you know, however you relate to your creator. Tarot is a specific structure, right? Certain number Uh of major arcana, minor arcana, every time you pull the, you know, two of, um, well, I'm, it's a similar structure to a 52 card uh, playing deck, you know, right? It's like, um, you know, you have the four of cups, or you pull the hanged man, right? It it is essentially Mm -hmm. the same meaning, no matter what the artwork is because there's a lot of different tarot decks that, that have a lot of different art right same thing with a playing card you you know that all oh, there's those 52 cards and you're always going to have the four suits and that whatever so uh-huh. an oracle deck can be constructed around any sort of theme i love them i have at least a couple dozen so i've got one that's you know on the egyptian pantheon of of uh-huh. It is, and I have one that's goddesses, and I have one that's crystals and stones, and another one mm-hmm. that's birds, and a, you know, so it can really be about anything. And so, 
To use this particular deck, you can use it just like you would any other Oracle deck where you pull a card for the day for guidance, or maybe you want to do a spread, like there's something specific, you have a decision to make or relationship issues or whatever. In the front of the book, I have some suggested layouts and you can also Google online. There's hundreds of different ways to lay out cards. Mm-hmm. The thing that's unique about my deck is that you can also choose to read through the accompanying booklet from start to finish as a self-guided initiation into the mysteries of higher consciousness. And so the deck, there's 44 cards. And I knew when I started writing it that I, I wanted there to be an additional overlay, some sort of extra purpose. I wasn't clear what it was. And then the cards started organizing themselves and telling me. Uh-huh what to do with them. And so Uh there's four sets of 11 cards and they are organized into four initiatory paths. And so I'm just going to quickly read the titles of the paths so you can get a feel for the energy. Um, So initiatory path one is healing, holding, and practices for embodiment. Initiatory path two is light body expansion and tools of mastery over your perception and experience. Initiatory path three is activating higher consciousness, the astral plane, and tools of multidimensionality. And initiatory path four is cosmic mission, star relatives, and your power as co-creator with divinity. And so just by listening to those, you can tell that, you know, the first initiatory path is more of the 3D earth human type stuff. And as you Uh move up, they they raise in frequency, they broaden in perspective until you get to the fourth path, which is kind of the, the highest and broadest, if you will. And so a person can move through this book and use it as a, as a self-guided study because each of these cards, in addition to the messages, also have practices, you know, like a, a guided meditation, yeah. meditation to read, you know, some kind of activity to help embody what the card is about. Mm-hmm. And folks, you know, some of them in uh, she has all the explanations at the end of each chapter, and some are very simple, and then other ones take a little bit of work. But you know what, if you don't do the work, you don't grow. Okay, so it's going to be important for you to, if you're open to do the work and grow. Now, um, Stephanie, the back, the back covers of your cards very interesting so many different yes so many different symbols what were you portraying here because it's like for me the sun the the universe shining down and raining upon us what we would i'm going to say need or would couldn't pick from to grow but Mm -hmm. please share your explanation yeah absolutely so um I, I don't know if if you or your listeners remember the movie Contact with Jodie Foster, but boy, do I love that movie. And mm-hmm. um, she talks about how, you know, there's government officials and they're kind of made to look sort of dumb. And it's like, well, you know, well, why didn't they speak this way? Why didn't they speak that way? And she's like, well, maybe because mathematics is the only universal language, right? It's not like they're just going to speak in English or speak in French or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so this, the back of the cards is actually um, one of the cards. This particular design is solar initiation, but solar Uh is spelled S-O-U-L. 
L, like your soul, soul. Uh And these are, in a way, the mathematical, right? There's sacred geometry, they're archetypal symbols. And so while our 3D brain is used to processing language, our, our light bodies, our higher selves understand implicitly the coding that is within sacred geometry and universal archetypal symbols. And so that's what I was really trying to portray here is that this is, this is the coding. These are the, the symbols that are speaking to the, to the higher parts of ourselves and, and awake uh-huh. activating them. Well, you've done a, a marvelous job. Now, most people, whether they realize it or not, on some level are empaths. Okay. We just sometimes we're just not, uh, we don't slow down enough to pay attention. What would your overarching message be for someone who is highly empathic and they're struggling with it right now? You know, they're like, I don't want this. What would your message be? Right. So, we live just, it's just kind of the way things are at our current level of human development and consciousness is that as empaths, we are going to live from the unhealthy aspects of our qualities first, right? Very few Uh of us just come, you know, pop out of the womb going, Hey, I'm an empath and I know it. And I know what to do. You know, we haven't had, we're the first wave. We haven't had the millennia of teachers and mentors normalizing this and and knowing what to do as soon as we come uh, out of the womb. And so we're going to live from the place of having codependent relationships and not knowing where we end and the next person begins and taking on everybody else's feelings and thinking they're our own and feeling like we have to solve everybody else's problems. That's the unhealthy aspect of, you know, when we're unconscious and don't know where we're an empath. And so Uh when you realize you're an empath, now you have the power, right? Now you're aware and now you can start making different choices. You can educate yourself. You can, you can work on the tools to manage, you know, big thing for empaths is your energy hygiene and boundaries. And by energy Uh hygiene, managing your energy field, caring for yourself, clearing your energy. And so it can be overwhelming. Uh, I totally get that, but you are here, like I, like I said a little earlier, you are here to help humanity ascend to the next level of consciousness. You may feel like the black sheep in your family, but you are here on purpose. You are not crazy. You were not born at the wrong time. Your soul shows uh-huh. this for you. And there are people out there just like you. And so you are, you are not alone. Find your kin and, and, you know, devote yourself to going about the business of making your life thrive by by practicing energy hygiene and boundaries and spending time in nature and doing the things that restore you because the the quote normal rules for for uh-huh. humans don't apply to us <laughs> right <laughs> right now we have to kind of lovingly set all that aside and go what works for me? What works for me in terms of how I do relationship? What works for me in terms of how much downtime or alone time I need? What works for me in terms of the pace of my life and how often I spend time with people and all of those things? 
Mm, okay. Um, when we go to your website, and that is bluestartemple.org, what are we going to find there? Yes. Well, the first thing you're going to find uh, on my homepage is a free gift that I've created for everyone that's called 11 Self-Care Must-Haves for Empaths, Lightworkers, Starseeds, and Wayshowers. And so it's, a, it's an invitation to be a part of my mailing list, to be part of my community where you can um, receive articles and stay in touch with all the things that I have going on. Uh, on my website, you will also find my books, meditations, video home study course, uh, this oracle deck, of course, uh, an opportunity to work with me one-on-one -on -one if you so desire. Uh, I have a 12-episode empath podcast, so there's all of these different tools that I have available for people to, to interact with. Um, I also have an empath Facebook group if you're so inclined. And so I just invite you to, to go to my website and uh, see what see what calls to you. Okay. And um, we're basically out of time, but what uh, word of wisdom would you like to share with our audience today? You are a revolutionary. The, the fact that you chose to wake up now, to be conscious now, to recognize you're an empath now, to be on this path of ascension now. We are the bow wave. All of us who are here right now, we are the ones kind of be, being the first ones to break through the wall, if you will, to, to pave the way for the ones coming behind us. And so uh -huh. I bow to your, to your courage and the determination of your soul to show up and be here on this planet right now. Okay, well, thank you very, very much. Um, as always, uh, Stephanie, I enjoy having you on and having you share your wisdom. Do you have any work coming out soon? Coming out soon? Anything uh, else? I, I do. I have a um, kind of a membership program. It's I'm still finding the best way to describe it. It's in, I'm developing it right now. It's mm -hmm. going to launch on March 20th, which is the spring equinox. And it's called self-care, spirit care, and soul care. And it is an opportunity to, to be a, a member, if you will. It's a year long uh, process where once a week, I will send you a video, an article, a, a little worksheet, you know, something so that you can develop a very um, well-established, grounded self-care practice. And then there's some, some other goodies that come with it too, including quarterly Q&As with me and, and a variety of other things. So mm -hmm. uh, be looking for that because self-care, spirit care, and soul care are, are critical for sensitive souls. Um, they're critical for everybody. And what I picked up while you were talking about that is, you know, folks, if you're suffering from stress or just overburdened with energy, this is going to be for you. So check it out on March 20th, you said? Yes. Okay. And you can find it at bluestartemple.org. And go get, you know, go get the books, go get the deck. The deck you're going to love. Okay. You're going to absolutely positively love and have a lot of fun playing with it. So do go get it. So Stephanie, thank you so much for being with me today. I greatly appreciate it. You as well, Monique. Thank you. You're welcome. And to the audience, I thank you. And I am always appreciative of your time and your attention. 
And I want you guys to remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of discovering your cosmic purpose. Abundant blessings, light, and love to all. Agape.